Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group. Today is February 3rd, 2020. And as most of you know, the purpose of these webinars is twofold. To introduce the work of triangles to people who are new to it and to aid them in the forming of triangles. And also to provide a platform for those of us who are already members of triangles to come together each week and participate in a meditative visualiz visualization in the support and strengthening of the planetary network. Triangles is a simple visualization technique using the power of thought and prayer to uplift and transform consciousness. The work is simply the establishing of a line of lighted, loving, communication between three people who agree to vivify that triangle every day. Three people linked together as a triangle of life, mentally, spiritually, and in a spirit of goodwill to all humanity. And then as their triangle is visualized, they then visualize the entire planetary network. And as the great invocation, a world prayer is sounded, the energies are released into the consciousness of all open hearts and minds who can respond to spiritual stimulation. Triangles need only take a few minutes each day, and it can therefore be fit into even the busiest of schedules. So if you respond to this idea of planetary service using the power of thought and prayer, you might want to consider forming a triangle and if you do, you can place your name in the chat box here today, and hopefully two other people on the webinar will agree to link up with you. So as we do each week, let's begin with a brief visualization, which will be followed by the sounding of a mantra that you'll see on your screen. So let's link with each other as a group. Lifting our consciousness to as high a point upon the mental plane. Now let's look out over the world, seeing it as one of light, with here and there points and centers of intensified light. See the energies of this network of light pulsating to the rhythm of human aspiration. 
regard the group within the planetary network as a channel among many channels, transmitting the energy of the spiritual hierarchy. Imagine the potent energy of love pouring through the network of light, stimulating the many points and centers of energy, transforming the pulsation of energy into the rhythm of the planetary heartbeat. Radiance are we and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. So we'll share a few thoughts on our theme and intensification of light. And this will be followed by our group meditation, which in turn is followed by a sharing of thoughts by anyone who wishes to share. So if we view the work and the world through the lens of effects, we might see nothing but chaos and terror movement from one crisis point to the next unfolding on our planet. When, however, we attempt to see beneath this surface chaos and into the realm of causes, we can perhaps see a very different pattern emerging. Triangle's workers stand as planetary light bearers, and as such we recognize that often that which appears on the surface as chaos is in reality an effect of the difficulties that the form nature experiences in response to a powerful influx of light. And not all times are the same. 
there is not one continuous period of light stimulation. There are cycles wherein the light pours in with increased intensity, and these are followed by times or periods of relative quiet. I think we could all imagine that this is a time of intensification of the light. And we're told that there was another period of light intensification that occurred during the time of the Buddhas coming forth in northern India, 500 years or so prior to the advent of Christ in Palestine. The light that he brought was reflective of a second ray impulse, we're told, the ray of love wisdom, the ray of the Buddha and of the Christ. And this influx of second ray energy resulted in a wave of enlightenment radiating forth from that area of northern India in which the Buddha lived and worked. And it created a period of tremendous expansions of consciousness. For it was not simply a time when the Buddha attained enlightenment, but rather a time when many of his followers also attained the stage of arhat, a high stage of spiritual development. This collective expansion enabled the Buddha and his chalas to strike, we're told, a collective blow against world glamour. And as a result of their sustained spiritual tension, they helped greatly in releasing the world from desire. And since we know that this second ray light moves from east to west, today we find that there is a similar time of awakening in our Western world. The present inpouring light is helping to prepare the way for the externalization of the spiritual hierarchy. Collectively, we have the opportunity to stand together with the forces of light to give another blow on this higher turn of the spiral to the glamour that is engulfing our planet at this time. And of course, Triangle's workers have a major role to play in this clarifying work. But of course, today, since we live in a global society, this, and while this inpouring light is being focalized through the West, it is clearly not limited to this area of the world, but it's rather focused here, and its radius extends and is distributed everywhere. This period of intensification of the light was said to have begun around the time of the discovery of electricity, which began around 1800 and was realized in 1875. And so this light has been building up gradually, accustoming human consciousness to its heightened vibration. And it said this light is culminating in the year 2025. So we're close to the final period of this 225 year cycle when the light has been intensifying. And surely it is this intensification that is the fundamental factor underlying all that is transpiring in our world. So we must all be careful not to take in too much stimulation, 
through too many extended periods of meditation or prolonged hours of study. Triangles workers can focus and direct the light, helping to step it down in its intensity and releasing it as light and goodwill that will in turn contribute to the establishment of right human relationships and the foundation of a world at peace. This inpouring light, we're told, is the result of a combination of four different types of light, which I'll run through quickly. It's a result of the light of the sun and also of the opposite polarity, the light inherent in our planet itself. It's a result of the starry light of the astral plane, which we're told was intensified during the First and Second World Wars, wherein there was, were rents made within the veils of Maya that let in a lot of light that humanity had hitherto not been subject to. And the fourth type is a newer type of light that's pouring into the minds of people everywhere. And it's said that soon this inpouring light will become so vibrant that it will reveal the soul itself. And that in that light of the soul, we shall see light with a capital L as the Christ, the world teacher predicted. All efforts at this time should therefore be tuned towards preparing human consciousness for this impending revelation. The Tibetan says of the present situation, some great event and some unforeseen spiritual happening should be duly anticipated and careful preparation should be made for it. He says, I refer not to any coming of any individual. I refer instead to a natural process with far reaching effects. And it could be that he is talking here about the widespread development of etheric vision, which is said to be one of the next steps in human evolution due to changes that will take place within the human eye that will enable us all to see into deeper levels of reality than we presently do. Through the united action of disciples everywhere, this light that is everywhere pouring in can be focused by keeping our minds steady in the light. As the Tibetan urges, stay within the radius of that light and wander not down the accustomed byways. Through the lens of the world teacher, light and life are on their way. And on that we can depend. So let's now take a moment to work together in our meditation. Let's link in thought as a soul as a point of love and light within 
and with all those people throughout the world who are working with this Triangles meditation group. It's aligned with the center Shambhala, the center of spiritual will. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Naught shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as an essential part of the Radiant Worldwide Triangles Network. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group soul, the heart of love which underlies and infuses the network.
link with the world teacher who stands as the heart of love at the center of the spiritual hierarchy and also at the heart of each triangle. Hold the group mind open and receptive to the inpouring energy of love. Visualize light and goodwill circulating around the triangles from point to point and flowing out through the network into the hearts and minds of men and women everywhere, healing and transforming human consciousness, establishing right human relationships.
Visualize the whole planet alight with triangles. See new triangles being formed everywhere. As the great invocation is sounded, let's pause to consider the work that will be done by the words as they're poured out. And as we repeat each stanza, let's visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, as a channel through which light, love, and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. from the point of light within the mind of God. Let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. from the point of love within the heart of God. Let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center, where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center, which we call the human race, let the plan of love 
and light work out and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you, everyone. Now we have a few minutes for you to share your contributions to the webinar if you choose to, either by posting a comment in the chat box or by clicking on your name in the participants box and I can unmute your microphone and you can share audibly. Um, I saw that there was a comment from Leslie. Um, where she asks, um, does intensified light drive evil, evil back to its source? Well, as you probably know, it's not our responsibility as humanity to drive evil back to its source because it's cosmic in nature. But we can, through our efforts, particularly using the power of thought, using techniques such as triangles and such as primarily through the use of the great invocation, we know that we can play our part in assisting the spiritual hierarchy and the members of the higher center of Shambhala so that they can participate in that august work of sealing the door. So it is, yes, I mean, it is through our rhythmic work, our daily practices, that we can contribute uh, to that process. So thank you.
thank those of you who are forming triangles. I can always um, connect you with your emails um, after the meeting, so you don't have to worry about how you'll get in touch with one another. Uh, Darcia writes that it's good to be reminded that in these turbulent times that below the effects are vital and fundamental causes. The evolution of life continues with light and love. Yeah, it is, um, it is helpful to know that we are living in, in a world where we see through a lens, through a glass, darkly. You know, we don't see reality as it truly is. And it's, inter it's hopeful for me at least, and I'm sure for many of you to recollect some words of the Tibetan. I don't have the exact quote, but it's something to the effect that the clearest indicator that the externalization of the hierarchy is at hand is the very fact of the disturbing conditions in the world. That's the number one um, factor that proves that we are entering into this time of preparation for the externalization. So it's really helpful to keep that in mind. Hello, Marie Christina. Did you have a comment? Hello. Hi. Pat, can you can you hear me, Kathy? Yes. I just would share a quote that meant evil, and the words that Tibetan gives us a quote regarding that great defending wall. He writes symbolically, disciples and men and women of goodwill can put up an impregnable wall of spiritual light which will utterly confound the enemy of humanity. It will be a wall of energy, vibrating, protective, and repulse those who seek to pass in their pursuit of evil and wicked objectives. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's certainly reminiscent of the work of triangles for sure and that work that we do again is sustained by those who work on the inner planes free who are not so caught up in this world as we are thank you ellie did you have a comment hi are you there yes Hi, I just um, have to remind myself and others may want to do the same that um, these sort of upheaval forces, entities in the world that we, um, we all observe, encounter, whether closely or at a distance, we have to remember we're all one. They are us. And, uh, you know, humanity is 
sort of facing our shadow right now, despite how we may feel like very disconnected from somebody who would do evil or harm that um, we need to, to look um, like the, the, the um, bird's eye view, I think you said, and it's certainly the hawk totem in um, animal medicine is, uh, you know, we have to look at everything as is one and yeah. not forget that. Yeah, so accepting the shadow, healing the shadow, and integrating all of that, I guess, is, is our task, you know? Uh, Saturn, Pluto. <laughs> yeah, yes. Thank you. All right, thanks. Nice to hear you. Thank you all. Um, hi, Judith. Nice to see you here from Budapest. We have a longtime coworker here from Budapest. Wonderful. Um, Raswitha writes, has the planetary inlet of Darjeeling any connection with Lord Buddha having lived and thought in that area? Well, certainly I think that Darjeeling's presence in India, India being the repository of the ageless wisdom, it hides that light. And at this time in planetary history, some of that light is being revealed through writers such as Blavatsky and the Tibetan. Um, we're certainly um, grateful for that inlet, which has brought so much to the world. So I definitely think, yeah, the Buddha's coming forth near that planetary inlet had, there was certainly a relationship. So thank you. Uh, Diane writes, it feels that the truth of the light that we radiate is active and vibrant. We are truly part of the wave of light that precedes the manifestation of the great teacher and his hierarchy. Wonderful, wonderful time that we are living in and able to actively do our part to, entry, to enter into the light. Yes, thank you, thank you. All right, well, I think it's maybe a good time to bring our work to a close a little early today. And thank you all for sharing and participating in these weekly gatherings because the more people who join and the more people who form triangles, the more fully can we play our part in bringing forth the light and love that are necessary at this time. Thank you.